0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Real Estate Disruptors. Today we got Gino Palumbo with Ferocity Assets. He flew in from Atlanta, Georgia to talk about how he's on pace to do one and a half million this year, and he hasn't even graduated college yet. (laughs) If this is your first time tuning in, I'm Steve Trang, sales trainer for some of the top home buyers in the country, and I'm on a mission to create 100 millionaires. A question I get all the time is, how do I become one of the 100 millionaires? The information on this podcast alone is enough to help you become a millionaire in the next five to seven years take consistent action and you will become one. When you hear a nugget, please type in the comment section and after the show, identify your single biggest takeaway and focus only on that for the next seven days. If you get value today, please tag from below or share this episode right now, that way we can all grow together and this is a live show, so please ask your questions for Gino to answer. Ready? Let's get it. All right, so first question is, what got you into real estate?
1: So what got me into real estate was YouTube, YouTube University. (laughs) no i saw an ad one day um late 2018 i saw an ad for max maxwell one of his videos and I, my whole life i've been going back and forth i used to sell shoes when i was 10 11 by the kobe 8s it's christmas edition that was my famous one bought it for like 150 sold it for 220 you know at the time 12 13 i thought i was a millionaire so yeah, that led me on a whole journey of being an entrepreneur selling stuff from china by cables charging cables um, coolers headphones I would sell and this is senior year doing of you know, high school now I was doing this from all throughout high school um, doing garage sales before Gary V made it popular like five six years ago and just grinding it out so the only reason I bring that up is just to show you like as soon as I saw something hot I'm I'm going all in taking action so I saw wholesaling again Max Maxwell and I just dove in I mean I watched countless countless videos but the important thing there as soon as I saw them talking about bandit signs, went on dirtcheapsigns.com, bought me a hundred of them quick, right? Just so I could start taking action. Because, you know, if you just watch the videos and get analysis paralysis, you yep. want to question, where's the contract out? where do I, How do I find a buyer and all this? So I made sure I was like, hey, let me just jump in here and get going. So, again, I started there. I f- ended up finding YouTube, Disruptors, the podcast through there. Um, but, again, that's how I started, um,
0: just from YouTube. So were you on YouTube? Like trying to figure out your next, like your hustle, your business, or were you just watching some I think mind I was just, numbing thing and you just saw a max? I mean, max I probably pop.
1: was getting clickbaited. I, I was doing all the different things. I mean, probably watching just stock. I used to trade stocks a lot um, for about, I found it when I was 18, had to use, I, actually, before I was 18, because I had to use my parents', all their info they're watching to say, no, I had to use their info to sign up for accounts. I used my mom's because my dad wouldn't let me put, he wouldn't <laughs> let me have his record on there. So I used my mom's stuff. Um, Again, trading stocks, I'm always looking at different things. And so I happened probably just, again, I was just, so the I first, wasn't looking for it. It found me, if
0: that makes sense. So the sense. first thing you saw was a Max Maxwell video mm-hmm. and you got hooked. And this is, you were in college? I was in
1: college. Yeah, I was sophomore year, fall, like it
0: was like September, October. And then the first thing you did, dirt cheap signs, Boston some bandit signs. Exactly. And what'd you do with that?
1: So as soon as I did that, my actually my, uh, my best friend too at the time was filming a movie, John Paul. Mm-hmm. And we usually did a lot of things together. So he was in a movie right now, it's actually on Netflix, full count, little plug there from him. Um, he was doing that movie and I found this. So I just took the action, like you said, and I started putting them out. Now the reason I brought him into this is during that, I probably put out 50 signs. And this is again, so say I bought him September, probably like 20th, got him October 1st, put them out, you know, that, that he probably came back October 3rd, you know, whatever, right? So we put out 50 already before that 50 with him. And so we just put them out. Got a call up probably ten days into it, Mm -hmm. and now I didn't know what to do. You're right. We were already—I was already cold calling too, right? I wasn't just putting out signs. I was doing little like fist bows. Mm -hmm. I just trying to talk to people, and again, like we all were. We were—I wasn't that good at it, but at least you know I knew I had to just keep going. So again, that's around October-ish. We get the call in. Let's say October fifteenth. Go to the appointment, right? The guy—I answer the call. And the guy says, okay, Gino, what is your guy's discount that you charge for your, you know, services? I was like, uh, 70%, you know, because I'm so used to the 70% ARV rule. So I said 70%. And this house is in, at the time, and again, and I was kind of new to, I was a sophomore in in college. I was living at my school. It's Kennesaw, Mm -hmm. right? So if you know Georgia, it's in Kennesaw. But again, I'm new to that town. So I don't even know what's hot in Kennesaw. (laughs) I don't know, like, the areas, right? So it turns out now it's the hottest area, like, where this house was. Mm -hmm. And probably top three in the state anyway so i get the he call him up i tell him seven he says okay i was like oh shoot is it that easy he said come out and see it so we go out there um we go out there to see it but then remember 0.70 minus repairs mm-hmm. minus your fee right so he wanted he was willing to take a discount of 70 percent. so he's like my lowest i would go is 210 it was like 320 is what he thought. It was whatever the numbers are right so he's like i will take 210 he's already said that right so 310 to 210 and whatever numbers work and he then um but then i then i got there and it was needed a lot of work right and wasn't that it was a complete junker but it was just 1980s no one touched it since so i was like i gotta put you know i'm looking at the calculations 2,500 square feet oh it's this amount of square i said oh i have to minus 60 more grand so 210 i said oh that's 150 i gotta put my fee of 10 grand 140 it's not gonna work Right? So I tell him I have to be at like 140. Obviously, he doesn't take it. So fast forward, we're still doing things a week or two later. I said, hmm, let me do this actually now. Let me call up some buyers, just build my buyers list, and just see, let me just run that deal by them. Right, mm-hmm. So I kind of did it, the, uh, didn't have it under contract yet, but was you know, marketing, which don't tell anyone that. Um, don't do that. And
0: yeah, this is not being recorded.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, this is not recorded or anything. So <laughs> anyway, so I got a list from List Source, and again, from Max Maxwell's videos, found cash buyers, right? Just looking cash sales last 12 months. Um, got, you know, individuals, right? I didn't know how to do LLCs yet. So I just saw individuals that bought, skip traced one, was calling five o'clock on a Friday, got a hold of two or three that become cash buyers for me now, one that actually bought this, right? So I called him up I said, yeah, I got this deal um, for 210 because right? I knew that he would go down to 200. He already pretty much told me that, but I still said, I'm at 140, it's not gonna be though. So I got him, I said, hey, I got this deal at like 210 or 212, like marketing it out as. Um, it's this area, This season. I'll be there tomorrow. I was like, oh, freak, I don't even have the contract. Mm-hmm. So I immediately call up the seller, right? Because again, I thought that it had to be at 140 because of that um, formula. So I called the seller, I was like, hey, can we meet tomorrow at 10 o'clock, knowing he was coming at 12, mm-hmm. the, the buyer. Get him up. Call him up. Anyway, it works out. We lock it up at two hundred thousand. Literally, when we're walking out the door with the agreement, the buyer comes in. This guy, his name is Anwar. He was the seller. I remember it like the, you know, the, like it was yesterday. He knew what, pretty much what we were doing. Older guy, but he was very nice. He was. He understood. He said after we close, he's like, Gino, I knew I was just helping you guys out and just starting. And I, I didn't tell him I just started real estate, right? So he could tell. Anyway, the buyer comes in. I tell him don't talk to the seller don't talk to I was so scared you know at the beginning and still people come up to me today and they're like Gino how how do you do that how do you do a showing when there's a seller there and your buyers like that you're gonna talk mm-hmm. so I was scared fast forward, everything went well the guys negotiate I asked was asking again like 212 they said no we can only do 210 how heck yes 10 grand I'll mm-hmm. do it we closed in a week mm-hmm. this was like Thursday Friday Friday I got the agreement with the buyer and the seller closed that next week because he knew the seller was still trying to test me. So mm-hmm. he's like we I want to close on Friday. So we end up closing one week um and that what that's what again first this deal. is the, and so I closed yeah, let me give you the timeline. I end up closing my first deal like November. It was like closed like November 2nd or 3rd, something like that around that time. So it was like within a month or two of starting. Yeah. And I know that's lucky, right? I know some of the biggest guys, we know them, took them 9 10 months. So mm-hmm. I'm grateful for that. But as soon
0: as I saw that, then it's So proof of concept. Exactly did you stop doing all the other stuff the the wires and so you went all in on real estate went all
1: in on real estate my stock stuff i'll be honest failed the year before i lost like my <laughs> guys are out there i lost like 4k in art class high school year so that made it to like freshman year of college and again remember this is sophomore year so i was done with stocks i was still selling stuff garage sales things like that making some money here and there right but then yeah as soon as i saw that I'm going all in right yeah so that's when we went all in.
0: And I know I like I ramble on talking, but you just interrupt me, Steve. So you did your first deal about six weeks in. And what about after that? Like what were okay. like what were your next deals? Like, were they as simple or did it become more? No. So we, we hit a we hit
1: a roadblock, right? So John Paul comes on, he was my partner at the time. He comes on and we are dialing probates. Right? We saw Max Maxwell pick your niche, go into it, right? His was probates too. We went in at our county site, the county we were in, you, they had the phone numbers. We were dialing, dialing, dialing. Now, we weren't good on the phones. We didn't know how to solve problems really as well then, right? We didn't know about the probate process. Mm-hmm. I learned, I sat with it. Anyway, we did that from November to December, and I had finals all during this too. So, <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest, December wasn't our, like, most active month. Mm-hmm. But this November, December, we had nothing. I was like, oh. Oh. Gosh, and this is harder than I thought, right? Obviously, I just got lucky. You know, my first deal, you know, was a little lucky, I guess you could say. So come January, that's not till our next deal. Mm-hmm. And that was from a bandit sign, All right, again, right? So we figured out, we're like, all right, we gotta stop. We've been doing this two months of calling probates. And we were still put up bandit signs during that time, but we're like, oh, we gotta shift. I mean, we're not getting traction, right? So on this marketing source, cold calling probates. So then we decided, hey, come january time um we got that other probe or the other um bandit sign deal and then we started then doing spending money on list Mm -hmm. right because we weren't spending money on list we're using the county's free numbers for the probate deal so that's when it transformed this is 2019 now so it's really when i say like i I really started it like going into it. it was as soon as that january 1st i set my goals watched a brent daniels video i was i was with my family on vacation i remember this to the day and it was like planning out your next 90 days again this was 2018 to 2019 saw it like end of the year and I I set the goal like 90k my goal was the first three months of 2019 mm-hmm. I didn't hit it but fast forward I didn't hit it but I started taking more action and um, now like buying lists and stuff and actually investing money more into marketing and you know I remember my first list I bought I was scared I was like oh my gosh it's a thousand dollars you know and then skip trace like, oh my gosh but <laughs> so again I, I just kept growing scaling slowly 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 and just adding up and
0: yeah yeah. So second deal in January, we connect in Dallas.
1: Dallas, not right? March. Yeah.
0: We live nineteen. So at this point, you're subscribed. You're following Max Maxwell. You go to We Live and that's where we connected in uh, in Kong.
1: It's Kong. <laughs> Get and them Kong money.
0: So it's crazy to me. So like, I mean, you, you actually started your whole business after I started this podcast. Oh really? Um, so it's it's kind of interesting that the the journey. Uh, so let's talk about your education side, because this is one thing that, you know, Darren was on the show about a month ago, three, four weeks ago. And one of the things he said was like, you know, Gino is so uh, well versed, you know, he's, he's got his systems more dialed in than a lot of different operators. And we're like, yeah, it's kind of crazy, because he's still just a kid. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about your your journey as far as education, because that's the one thing that I've always pushed on is that, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, I've invested hundreds of thousands, I think you know, I haven't tallied it recently, but it's over three hundred thousand.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know,
0: in in personal development, education, and so on. So let's talk about your journey inside this education space. What was was We Live your first event?
1: We Live was my first event.
0: Okay, so then what did you do after We Live?
1: So We Live, I invested in that. Um, I think it was like nine hundred dollars, right? Um, nine hundred dollars into that. I think my next investment was. I'm trying to think about it now. I would say it was probably. I might have actually been when it came to yours um, that next January, because Mm -hmm. as soon as I saw proof of concept, right? Again, at that time in March, $1,000 was a lot to me. I closed, I think I was on my third deal maybe, Mm -hmm. or right after that, I closed my third deal. So I'm still looking at it like, Hey, spending money's costing. I wasn't in the right mindset, right? Over the summer, I'm watching a bunch of podcasts over the months. Hey, invest in yourself, invest in yourself. Now I probably bought a lot of different courses, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't go into a mentorship. And so really I joined you guys. Yeah. Right. So I knew that, I saw all the stuff Steve's been doing, I know we're fast forwarding, so I'm mm-hmm. just showing you the, the education turf. I would say Max Maxwell, Steve Chang's sales training, um, Sub 2, Tiffany High's course, um, Collective Genius, Private Money course, yes, Steve Chang <laughs> um, with Steve, Eric Brewer's course. Mm-hmm. So. You know, that's again. I spent. I tallied it over. It's over thirty thousand dollars, mostly last year too, mm-hmm. twenty nineteen, last year, all mostly last year too. And what I look at it as now, and that's what we're getting to, is I want to make sure I have this enough information available to me to be the very best I can be, mm-hmm. right? When I see new things like that, and I know, again, you got to vouch your who you're investing in. When I know these are serious people, and these people are doing the business, and they're and they're teaching this, or they're doing this. Eric Brewer's doing 300 plus deals. Why wouldn't I spend, you know, the two grand, three, whatever, you know, the three yeah. grand into it? Why would I do it? I learned one thing: one wholesale deal. Our average wholesale is about 15. I made seven x.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Why wouldn't you bet on yourself too? And again, you're educating yourself because yep. I think this is very important. I wanted to share too, and me and Chandler talk about it all the time. I, our integrator now, and operator, and we talk about if we go broke, we go to zero tomorrow. What we have in here doesn't go right. Right. And we feel like we're set, not for life, but we feel like we can, the knowledge we know now, we can go and start JVing with people. Mm-hmm. This, even take away my connections. I know how to build relationships. I know how to do a novation agreement. I know how to find private money lenders. And again, these are all this, the courses I invest. I know how to do subject too, thanks to PACE, right? right. I know how to do all this stuff. So I wanna, be, I wanna know that stuff because think about this too. I mean, not only do we invest money, we learn it and we use it now, but you also gotta think of it as a tool for the rest of your life, right. sales training number one thing Steve's sales training everyone right now disruptors.com sign up That's that little shameful plug for Steve but you learned one thing especially st- sales training you can use that for your whole you can use that in grocery store use that at the garage sale you can use that anywhere you go. like I'll still push away Steve's met I'll still go negative talk to my girlfriend she catches on now they go <laughs> to different you know restaurants you can try it on them they'll catch on but then you know garage sales flea markets you're at the, I'm at the restaurant, I'm saying, there's probably no way I could get a free you know, side, right? You can ask my, my buddies, they'll say, yeah, he does it all the time and <laughs> it works, right?
0: So. I, I um, there was something that happened with Massage Envy, you know, we, uh, we had COVID and we paused our account, right? Uh-huh. We didn't wanna go with, with COVID and everything else. And so I guess they always are calling me every once in a while I was like, hey, your account is, you know, you're, you're overdue, whatever. It's like, no, we paused it, right? It's mm-hmm. like, okay, and then they'll they'll pause it again. I guess my wife, didn't respond to them. And okay. so like, I did the same thing It's like, you guys probably can't fix that. There's no way you guys can restore her credit. And they're like, Well, well, yeah, I guess we can restore her credit. Exactly. Like, that's <laughs> it's a useful tool The to rest. That's one thing of the sales training.
1: That's one little tip out of hundreds, right? Yeah. So,
0: so that's awesome. Um So, yeah, and you were, co- we connected through Dylan. So you yeah, were following Dylan, 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 you're yeah, following Dylan Williams. Yeah,
1: Nashville. Shout out to Dylan. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I saw Again, if I see something like that, and I see, hey, what is that mastermind about? What is this about? Do my little research, and I'm in. Right, yeah. I'm going into it, and I knowing, you know, I'm not going to go broke over it. Let me say that, but I'm, I know I'm going to make the smart decision. Hey, you know, this amount of money, and I know what I can make from it. Just your mm-hmm. return on investment. Yeah, that's how I look at everything now, especially with the business. Hey, is this an investment? You know, hey people think of marketing as, as expenses and this is a big thing I want to bring up too and I know I'm always <laughs> talking about. that's good Sal and Carlos right Carlos Reyes and Sal Shakir I was watching podcasts and I still do every single day but when I was watching them about 2019 my first full year I would listen to their podcast and they would state on there and I remember the one time they said this is that every you know don't look as marketing as an expense look at it as an investment and that yeah. sounds so like oh yeah that's but I, I wasn't doing that
0: I know I wasn't doing that when I yeah. first started no, it's a different mindset when you first start. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so going back to Eric Brewer, you know, I just mm. want to uh, touch on him real quick. Yeah, so we did the innovation thing. Um, we launched like six, seven months ago. And it's crazy to me, like, you got a guy who's doing 400 wholesale, 400 retail, a year, right? And we talked about it. And we we announced, you know, Brewer method. And we had like, four or five signups, And like, for me, it's like, I will pay $2,000 so I can talk to this guy once that's a month. That's
1: what I'm saying too. Like, For yeah. me, it's
0: like a no brainer, but that's not how everyone thinks. So the other thing that I I, I, I remember too, right, because we did the sales call, I called you, right, you applied, I called you and we did the whole thing to to, to get you into the mentorship. And I still remember like, wait a minute, this guy's in college. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things I see a lot, I see this more on TikTok, but a little bit on Instagram as well Is like, how do I what do I do if I'm 16 or 17? You know, should I go to college? Should I not go to college and this and that? Can you talk about why you're in college when you when you're making money?
1: So, why me personally might be different than someone else? Me personally, I was lucky. My parents were able to fund my college, right? I didn't go into any debt. You know, they wanted me to uh, to graduate college, right? So, they didn't go to college themselves, so they saw that as, "Hey, Gino, we're gifting you, you know, a free education." I didn't want to, you know, I, I'm thankful for that. Right. Mm. So that was one reason. The second reason for me is my grandpa that passed away March of 2019. Right when I started doing real estate and he was loved, you know, every bit of it he loved. And he one of the last things he said to me was, Gino, um, you need to you finish school because my dad was telling him because again, again, these are my first two or three deals that March timeline. I'm like, I'm getting out of school. I'm going to go because again, I'm halfway through college at this point, sophomore year. Um, and I'm like, I'm gonna go, and then so he's telling my grandfather. My grandpa's like, No, I want you to finish. So you,
0: your grandfather's dying wish.
1: I, that was one of his last few things he told me, for real. Okay, so that's so, pretty tough to. So yeah, I'm, I was, I was in. All right, so forget, sorry, mom and dad. I was going no matter. It was, it was for grandpa, or not you know what I mean. So um that was the main reason why I did. Now I see you know kids asking and and they they always come up to me and you know they're saying, Oh, should I go? Sh-? It's really it's. It's as easy as saying, hey, what's best for you, right? Mm-hmm. If you're trying to be a doctor, and we, you know everyone says this, you you got to go to school. You trying to be you're trying to be an attorney, you got to go to school, right? But for me, you know, the entrepreneur mindset, I knew, hey, uh, even though I'm still in school, I said, I'm, I'm going in. You know, I'm going. I'm focusing on this. Like, there's no excuse. If you're in school, and you know, people that are actually in school now, oh, I don't have enough time. First off. I know 99% of them are using Chegg or Quizlet, right? I'm taking their test, right? <laughs> so, I mean, there's, I know you, you can make time. There's time so many places, you know, mm-hmm. like Gary Vee says, you can work from, even if you're going to school, you know, nine to five, you can work, you know, seven to 11, right? So what I have to tell them is first, what is what would you like to do? What do you see in your life, right? What do you want to do? Um, and I know that's very easy to mm-hmm. say. But you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to see from their end of it. You know, if they're full on, they're going to bet on themselves. Take the take the chance. Right? right? I tell people all the time if they're if they're really invested in themselves, you won't fail. Right? You won't, especially in this business. And I saw Pace talk about this too, on Jordan Bell First just recently, and it hit to me too because he was like, Jordan said to him, Hey, are you do you think that someone can do this? Just that they just go hard and they try to. The, do you think they could 100% succeed? and pay it. Of course, a thousand percent. That's how I feel too. A thousand percent on this
0: business. If you, the only time you fail is when you quit, mm-hmm. that's it. Right. So going back to the college thing, if you do, if you, if your parents and your grandfather didn't pressure you, you would have quit. College. Yes. All right. And then likewise, if you had to pay, if you had to rack up student debt.
1: For me? Yeah. No, I'm not going to school. You're not going to school. But it's my mindset. I knew that, right? Because you're an entrepreneur. Yes, all Right. You <laughs> the
0: visionary mindset. If you had to go to school for wholesaling, it might be a different story, but you don't for have sure. to. For sure, exactly. All right. What do you, What's your major? Finance. Finance. Finance, all right. And you have a finals next week.
1: May 3rd. I think it's <laughs> next Wednesday, yeah.
0: And you officially graduate college when?
1: July 31st, okay. I think.
0: Trips me out. Totally trips me out. <laughs> um, all right, so then let's just talk about, let's just jump into the meats and potatoes of your business then. What is your business looking like right now because you're on pace for one and a half
1: yes sir all
0: Right. so what, what did q1 look like q1 revenue was 395.
1: okay um our, ex- our marketing expense was i believe around with tv ads i think it was around like 95. Mm-hmm. um we run a pretty tight ship in terms of our va's or in terms of our excuse me our payroll right we have va's we have i think me and we were talking about i think we have seven or eight i could lay them all out like we have three cold callers. We have one designated texter. We got one dispo slash texter. That's five. We got an admin for Chandler. That's six. We got three lead managers seven, eight, nine. So we have nine, three nine. lead managers.
0: And Chandler and, and uh, Jared. Jared are in the next room.
1: Yeah. Next room is our acquisition manager, Jared. We have operations integrator, Chandler, and Brandy Dispo.
0: Right. She's in Who's North not Carolina. Not even in Georgia.
1: She's in North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, so what kind of volume are you doing as far as, you know, to get to 395 for Q1, what kind of volume are you guys doing?
1: So, uh, I know by month actually what we did. And it was like, we had a, we start off a little slower, 60, I think it was like 68 in January, 80 in um, February, sorry so at 150. And then we did like 240 come March because we had three big wholesale deals close, a flip close, right in like actually the first day of uh, March. So it was gonna be like that February mark, but yeah, so we hit 2.40. So come huge, March.
0: huge March. Huge March. Right, okay, so then for the people listening that want to you know follow your footsteps, you, see, you talked about how much you spend on marketing. What are the channels that you like the best?
1: Okay, so we've stuck to since that 2019 mark, uh, we started, excuse me, we started with SMS, that's our favorite channel. I know a lot of people say it's dying. Mm-hmm. It's our number one channel, right? Um, it was like last year, I think it was 10x. We spent about 50 grand and we made over 500 with it.
0: Um, and then for the people listening, what texting platform is that?
1: Launch control. Okay. Launch control, we did all last uh, Started January 2020. Um, next one's cold call. Uh, we love that too. It's slowing up a little bit for us. Me and Chandler actually just, that was our level 10 median this mm-hmm. week. Is just it's slowing up a little bit cold calling, but we cold call. And then TV, we just started in November. Mm-hmm. So TV started out very slow. Steve heard about it. I would always tell Steve, like, gosh, man, this is but I knew is stay consistent. And now in the last week, we locked up five yeah. from TV. So those are our three, that's it. And other than you know, we stood for the first year and a half, it was just those two cold calling and um, SMS.
0: And I want to talk about the the, the is it the, the stomach control, but I don't, know, I don't know what the right word is. But how much are you spending a month on TV? It's about 23,500. Okay. And then you, you you started in the middle of the crazy reelection. Yeah, or what not reelection? What did they call it? In the, the, the runoff, the runoff, right? Yeah. Two senators, there was more money, I think, pumped in during the runoff than during the entire presidential yeah, exactly. election. It was like, I think
1: the highest funded yeah. runoff in history, you know, for the two right. seats.
0: And here's little Juno trying to advertise <laughs> <laughs> at the same time.
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't a, uh,
0: it wasn't was expected, yeah. uninspected, right? Yeah. And so uh, I want to talk about this because a lot of people could look at that and like quit. Yeah. And you were uncomfortable.
1: I would, I would say so, yes. uncomfortable. <laughs> so
0: you, you want to talk about those challenges?
1: Well, so we spent roughly, I think it was pro, I mean, we spent probably 40, 50 grand from no, November to December, zero deals closed. All right. So you're looking at me. I'm a little weary about that. Obviously, anyone would have that in their stomach. Now we did have a probate deal, that was a thirty k, or that was along the path. So I wasn't scared out all the time, and then that deal fell through because of different things. So again, fifty grand loss, but I still saw it as hey, I gotta keep, I gotta keep going, right? We're still smart with our numbers, we still knew our numbers, but I had I had models to look at, right? So I had Ryan Pineda, mm-hmm. I had, um you know, Darren. Obviously, he's doing it, right? Darren running that in, in this market, they're doing it in Phoenix, so I knew it's possible, right? So. I took it and I said, hey, let's just give it some time, give it some time, and uh, we're monitoring numbers. Don't worry, we're looking at our numbers. We know we're losing 50 grand. Um, and so, you know, now it's paying off, let's just say. Now we have the in queue from TV, um, just in those five contracts, it's roughly probably around 100, 120, at yeah. least. It might actually be more than that if we if we wholesale them.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, uh you and I have had personal conversations, right? Yeah. About whether TV makes sense or not. And I was pushing you yeah. to be the face, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. initially, you were not the face because you wanted someone that was a little older looking. I was right. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was because again, me getting on here. It probably wouldn't look that good that a 21 year old at the time, especially I was, I don't know, we didn't know how it was gonna work. So we said, right. Hey, let's just use Doug um, on the commercial. And not that it didn't work, because we yeah. still closed deals coming, right. you know, January, February, but I switched over in March. That's what you're bringing up, and Steve was helping me out because I was still stressing about all the paying in or paying the you know every single month and um, you know just that the, the situation. But Steve was telling me, Gino, one, he told me get on the commercial, which I'm on the commercial, and two, he just was keep you know making me feel TV's the way you build a brand, build a brand, build yeah. a brand, and so
0: yeah, well, th- th- so that's <laughs> the reason I'm talking about it, because you're in Atlanta for a while, right? Yeah, you're 22 you might be doing this for another 20 something years. Hopefully, yeah. Right? So for me, it made sense for you just to be the face because you got, and for everyone listening, right? If you're doing TV, maybe you break even on TV, but how many JV deals are you getting? How many referrals are you getting from realtors? How many referrals are you getting from other wholesalers? Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of, it's kind of hard to to track, but that's the reason why I was pushing you on it.
1: Yeah, that really helped me because I would think about that. I was like, damn, Steve is right. Because if I break even, I got the brand right people come up and i have people saying oh gino does and they and like you said other wholesalers see that hey let's jv with gino he's a real you know he's on tv
0: right yeah you get credibility and i think right. you said like your friend from high school or something reached out to you yeah
1: a lot of them like reached out to me and they're saying oh i saw your commercial what are you doing like all this stuff like they didn't know because right so yeah,
0: you know we always push like go on facebook and push let everyone know that you're you're, you're doing yeah, real deals. estate but man you're on tv saying you're doing real estate like everyone's like okay maybe we need to send gino our yeah, deals exactly. Uh, the other thing, too, is going back to investing in yourself and, you know, I may, this is totally self-serving, but uh, we got Pace, who was here just a moment ago. Yeah, exactly. Right. And we got Eric Brewer. So and we got private money. So you're, you've learned all these different tools as well. So someone that's doing TV with a cash only option. Exactly. Doesn't have as much ability to capitalize on it. So you want to talk about how you've been able to leverage uh, Sub2 and how you've been able to leverage Novation with TV.
1: Well, so for that instance it's just now I can put out at least three offers and even mm. four. I tell you one we're hitting cash 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 right We want to get cash if possible. Cash doesn't happen and we're in somewhat in the range we'll pitch the novation right So there's got to be a reason we come up from our cash price like mm. uh, Eric talks about right So we offer someone 200 for our cash price and they're at 230. we might go up to 215. But the only reason we're gonna go up to 215, Mr. Sellers, if you give us these terms, right? Mm-hmm. You give us these Novation terms, you let us put it on the market. We'll give you your cash, or 200, and we'll mm-hmm. do all the you know, terms, I'm not doing pitch it here, but mm-hmm. hey, we'll do all that for you, but it has to come up to 215, right? Mm-hmm. So that's another way to do it. They still say no, well then we go into terms, right? We go into saying, hey, can we do owner finance? Can we do subject to, and again, that's from Pace, Eric Brewer's from Novation, mm-hmm. and Steve sales training cash, right? Getting right. them low, right? Using yeah. tactics, right? Anchoring, price anchoring, all that stuff, right? So then fourth, the boring retail. Take Steve, <laughs> the broker. But yeah. yeah, then four, we pitch the retail. Hey, I think your best bet's just to list with a realtor. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Do you or do you have a realtor already? All right. So this four gives us now I got four tools in my tool belt all right. versus a new wholesaler. You one cash offer, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, so then uh, I wanna transition to something a little bit different here is um partnerships. So everyone that thinks I hate partnerships, I want to be clear, I don't hate partnerships, I just think they're <laughs> challenging. Uh, it's another layer of difficulty to add. Yeah, so sure. um, you started initially with a partner. So, started with
1: John Paul, my be- still one of my best friends.
0: Yeah. So you want to talk about some of the challenges that you did not foresee? And then how you guys were able to resolve? them.
1: Yeah, so I like I like that you brought this up This is very important because now when you're trying to look for a partnership, make sure that partner and you guys kind of like yin and yang right me and john paul were both visionaries we both had the mindset of growth 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 right so in the beginning it's great we all have growth minded oriented right but then what i mentioned earlier in the podcast john paul is also an actor right mm. so john paul when it came down to it we worked well together but think about it what's the visions right john paul's vision was be brad pitt a fight club <laughs> that he likes I mean, there's nothing wrong. I, with it. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I wish no I was th- Brad Pitt and exactly right. So his definition be Brad Pitt. My definition grow the wholesale to 10 million a year. Yeah. So when I look at now partnerships, I just look at it and say, hey, what are the visions, and how can you help? How can we help each other? Right. So mm-hmm. our visions were off. Long story short, we'll go into how we how we dealt with it. Another important thing is reading the book Traction. Mm-hmm. Um, Traction is going to let you know, hey, what's a visionary? What's an integrator? Since me and John Paul had the same mindset, it was kind of two working the same, right? North and North, they, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't go together. It doesn't attract, repels. So what we thought saw is like when we started looking at the business model, when we started breaking our charts down every, who does marketing, who does sales, who does operations, who does finance, we were kind of good at the same thing. So what about the other side of the, it's, it's not good business, right? It's not as good as it could be. So we just didn't, you know, again, that's what happened. Um, Visions didn't align. We were all 2019, all 2020, and we decided we said, "Hey, you're getting bigger in acting. Real estate's picking up more. It's going to be harder if we do this even farther down the road, right? We should probably work on like separation or you know, end the partnership, just because again, and he understood 100%. John Paul is as a friend, you know, he couldn't ask for anyone, but he understood where we're all coming from. Hey, your visions didn't align, and um, you know, we parted ways, Mm -hmm. did it, you know, paid him out, right? Yeah,
0: so." And, but it's also difficult because you, you very mentioned difficult it's, we could do this now we can do it later exactly but it's gonna happen so it's better to do now like did you have to I don't know do some breathing exercises did you have to pump yourself up to have it no I of mean it,
1: it's pretty fair because we've known each other since we're eight so I mean <laughs> eight eight for baseball team wow. t-ball <laughs> so we've known each other for a while right so yeah. it wasn't like JP I need you gone bye see you later I was like JP you're, you're trying to be a um, not you're trying but he is he's got a movie too coming up another one um, so you're you're an actor, right? Your your goal end goal is to be Brad Pitt, right? Or be a top actor, right? So my vision is real estate. How is that? Look five years down the road, You're it's not gonna it's not gonna work. And he understood that. So it was it was a very mutual agreement. Um, and we're both you know it's both it's I think we're both happy, right? So
0: that's good. All right. So Corey Guzman says ATL stand up. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's see. Uh, This is a long question from Joan Optics. How do you set up your wholesale team from cold callers to people who oversee them to other people that run your wholesale business after you begin to scale away from being the one who does the cold calling? So I guess really how do you transition so that your business runs without you doing the day-to-day? So
1: I guess just start one at a time, right? Start out what you're worse in, right? So I was good in sales. I still am the sales manager. I will look over all the sales. We train every morning. So I, I stay on sales. Right, I'm not good at the operations and marketing. Why? Because I'm, I'm a visionary, right? I'm not, it's not my best use of time, yeah. right? I'm moving too quick, whatever. Um, so I, I made sure, hey, first, let me get some of that admin stuff up. Everyone starts with a data admin, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not pulling lists and put into the skip tracer and all that stuff, so we hired a VA first. So to answer is question, I would start one thing at a time and what you're worst at, right? Mm-hmm. What you're not as good at, because that's gonna alleviate you from that task. So you can focus on, for me, calling sellers, right? Mm-hmm. So, again, my best advice would just be take your time and don't see a lot of people scale fast and or they try to hire as many people but make sure first you've done every single thing in, in that position, right? You've done every job. Yeah. And then slowly work your way, work your way and then again, hire the right people. That's a big,
0: that's easier said than done. <laughs> we know, Steve. Yeah, that's but, challenging. Uh, and it's funny because you say like you're this visionary and you're not really in the details but you've shared with me some of your SOPs. It's like the best SOPs I've seen. Right, like everything's well documented, branded. Right, it's got ferocity in, yeah. in, well, in the top let's, corner.
1: Let's shout out Chandler for that one.
0: Yeah. So much credit to Chandler, but still, you know, to say like you, you, maybe you feel like this is not a strength, you hire someone or you brought someone in yeah, exactly who can fill that role, not just fill that role, but fill that role at a high level.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So Chandler he's our integrated operations guy. He's the, my right hand man. You got to find the right people, put them in the right seats. We know his more of an integrator profile, and like Steve said. He's also a state champion. Shout out Chandler again. He's a state champion wrestler. So as soon as I see someone like that, I think those—that's going to be someone that's going to try to take the state. So to you, best you look for
0: someone that's excelled somewhere else. Exactly. Yeah. I want to see that they're, you know, high level. So maybe after this, I need to talk to Chandler how much. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, take take, take them from me. <laughs> uh, Robert Sturble, uh asks, "Do you maintain a spreadsheet of all your personal development spending? Do you know?"
1: Um. To be honest with you, no but I do have spreadsheets of our marketing <laughs> of all of our other expenses, right? Yeah. Um, I like, I just did a quick math, um, like it was 30 plus thousand, I think it was like 33, 34,000 I spent yeah. in that. Again, it's an investment, how much it made, it brought me here, yeah. not only that, it brought me doing, again, with your mentorship, forget here, it brought me, I, I told people all the time, it's made me probably over 200,000 mm-hmm. that I can measure using Steve's sales training. And what I mean by that, and I know he's standing in front of me, so Steve walk out, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so what I mean by that is there's been deals, that I've used the tactics and I can measure them. That we were going to lose, right? Whether there's other wholesales involved, other people, other people involved, wholesales realtors, or they ghosted us. Mm-hmm. And we used tactics that Steve taught that brought them back. And I can measure those deals, right? It's right. it was over two hundred thousand.
0: It's crazy, like that last. For smile. again,
1: excuse me. For spending, you know, the 15, 18 grand, two hundred thousand. I mean, you got to look at it like that, right?
0: Pretty good ROI. Uh, Roger Vieira wants to know why not go to Bigger Pockets and get the same knowledge for free.
1: Well, you, do you have the time for that too? Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's going to be knowledge you can find some of that stuff, but what's it, what's the gentleman's name? Roger. Roger. So you can go to Bigger Pockets. That's what I did. I went to YouTube. I did all this research. You can do that. But it comes to a point now when I want to learn how to do a novation deal. I had got a guy doing 375 deals. I get a call with him every single month, and I can learn directly from him. It's your time. Your energy is just. Like this. Guess what too, Roger, that you no one can measure your relationship with them. Yeah. I've built relationships with a lot of guys like you know, it's just because I did not just their course or and some of them I didn't even do the I was already friends with them. Just because you built that relationship, it leads you different avenues. I can call up, I could text these people and I can ask them for advice that is priceless, you know, right? Yeah. What did you guys do? How did you do on this? You can't really measure that. So at the same time you gotta invest in yourself.
0: Right. the the other way to look at it, too, I mean, just forget the the the, um, the course itself aside, put the course aside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing I, I look at is, um, I've heard someone say this, you can buy your way into the right room, right? Yeah. And so, like, you can call Eric Brewer. You can call Pace Morby. You can call Steve Trang. You can call Ren Bartlett. Yeah, exactly. You've got a pretty good Rolodex, yeah. right? So you, it's not that you couldn't learn this from bigger pockets. No, the other no, thing no, too. No. The other thing, too, is um, for me, it, I've seen this from other people that insist on learning free, which there's nothing wrong, right? Like this content is free, is that when you insist on learning free, the confidence behind that knowledge, right? Like if Eric Brewer says, this is how you do a novation, you're doing that exactly to a T. Exactly. Right? If you find it in a Facebook group, here's how you do novation. You're like, does it work? Yeah, exactly. There's that certainty, that conviction that you need to move forward. Stratton says, what's up? Big Stratton, Strat daddy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so let's see what else is there so we were talking about your team a lot of sub two fans hey, uh, sub <laughs> uh, two. uh ben wants to know if you could have coffee with someone dead or alive who would it be
1: Ooh, if i could have coffee with someone dead or alive who would it be i don't know let me think about this one hold on i would probably say warren buffett i mean i mean it speaks for himself right yeah I would just like to talk to him, not even just by investments, just by his mindset. Mm-hmm. Build a relationship with him, you know? Right. Um, not just pick his brain and just go out. I would like to just have a relationship, see how he, how he's dealt with things, right? Difficulties, problems, you can just learn from that, yeah. right? That's what I would look at into it. But yeah, I would say probably Warren Buffett.
0: And Dylan Williams says Gino is the man. Dylan's, Big Dylan. Again, Dylan's the one that connected us originally. Exactly. Uh, Corey Guzman wants to know, how are you tracking the KPIs off of TV? So
1: we get, Darren's company he, the management his company manages they'll track and they're tracking every molecule you know molecule into what commercial what time it was how many leads came into it all that good stuff what we do on our side is we're tracking how many leads came in how many calls or attempts to get a hold of them how many appointments was that out of those appointments how many contracts right so that's what we track but to get into your if you're asking in depth how they, the tv we have Darren do that. It's part mm-hmm. of his management and he does it real good job of that and breaking it down. What commercial? Again, what channel? What?
0: Yeah, it's crazy that what what Darren does for the money, he he's basically an employee for yeah, that exactly. price. It's nuts what he can do. Uh, Dylan wants to know what changes have you made recently to adapt to the increased volume?
1: Increased volume in marketing? Increased
0: or? volume in business, right? I mean, you've got you're doing more deals. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be breaking something. Yeah, exactly. How so are you adapting to it.
1: So what we're doing constantly and it's very simple to say, is just looking at where our loose ends are and trying to fill them, right? Mm. So to answer Dylan's question, we're just constantly looking, you know, not just to hire people, but to fill our loose ends that might prevent us from scaling even higher, right? Mm. So for example, right now, we just switched to Salesforce, Stephanie Betters, who was here last week. What we're seeing is that, this is our problem right now, is that our lead managers aren't making as many calls as they were on Podio. Uh, with our smartphone because they can have the dialer's not as effective but at the same time it might be too effective that the one in left main because they're talking to more people so what we're trying to figure out now is hey we usually had them calling about 80 to 100 people a day the lead managers now they're calling like 40 or 50. they're getting the same they're better response rates talking to even more people but our feeling is now hey we have 150 leads you know there's are 100 leads they might miss in here and there so to answer dylan's question it's just constantly checking on where our loose you know where we're, our loose ends are mm-hmm. and trying to fix them right just to keep up keep up with the scale
0: and then uh robert carrillo wants to know what list are you targeting right now
1: so that's chandler integrator but i would i know for sure our bread and butter is absentee at this point we're sending out about thirty thousand texts, text and it might be even more chandler you'll, you'll if you guys see him on my instagram page you'll you could ask him but we're spending a lot on data and and you know steve is you can't really get granular with that data when you start texting and cold
0: calling all that. No, not when you get a big volume. Um, is that 30000 per month or per day? Per month. All right.
1: But that's new prospects. So we do follow-up texts. I mean, Chandler, again, we are running you a 1,000, like, texts a day on 12, a thousand new text
0: messages a day. New prospects. Got it. I love that. Uh, Warner wants to know, are, does uh, your commercial have your sexy stash in it?
1: No, it doesn't. <laughs> I couldn't
0: scare away the kids.
1: I couldn't scare away anyone. Fortunately, not.
0: And then uh, Stratton wants to know how long it took take to grow one. To
1: grow the stash? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Um, I would say from this point on, I
0: would say from this point now, it's probably been two weeks. <laughs> really? Yes. My goodness. Uh, all right. So Claudia wants to know how, or do you plan on going virtual out of state?
1: Um, That's a tough one. That's actually one of our issues list for the long term right now is, hey, what are are we gonna scale to other markets? Right Mm. now, technically in Georgia, we run a pretty virtual market, right? We're locking up on the phone, which is a whole nother conversation, locking Mm. up on the phone. Um, Dispo, we we hire our, I guess you say boots on the ground, but our friends, they go show the homes, um, take pictures. So do I think it possible? Yes, down the road I could see us scaling to other markets for sure.
0: Okay, so to expand on that, Um, You guys are doing virtual. Darren says don't do that. Ryan Pineda says don't do that.
1: Not only that, too. This is it. You got Darren. (laughs) We know their numbers, right? Mm -hmm. Millions. We got Eric Brewer. Millions. We got Ren Bartlett. Millions. We got Ryan Pineda. Millions. You got these guys doing that. So now, that's another (laughs) difficulty. So I'm not perfect here. Um, What I've been talking to Jared Acquisition is we got to go on to more appointments. Mm -hmm. It's just how are you going to be stupid for me to... I have these big guys, these players, all go on in-person appointments. Why wouldn't you? Now, I think a lot of them run the TV model. They're not doing the SMS and cold call as much, right? Mm, I think they are. Oh, okay. Well, then screw me. But (laughs) what I mean by that is that for us, I mean, what I mean by that is we got to go on more appointments. That's it, man. (laughs) So, I mean, that's why we're working. We're still Mm. working. We're getting new acquisition guys. We're trying to work in that model. Hey, if we're close on something and we can't get them on, we're gonna set that
0: appointment. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you're doing it wrong, right? No, Cause I mean, we're going to Oklahoma city and we're going to be doing a virtual. Yeah. And Darren looks at me like I'm crazy. So I'm not, saying I'm not that's, saying that you're wrong. I was no, just no, asking no, what not. the thought process was.
1: Because that's what I think about. I, I just told someone yesterday this. I said, look, these four guys are doing this. And I always tell them like, what am I doing? You know, like <laughs> you can work a mix. We know the other guys are doing hundreds of deals a month, you know, that mm-hmm. are doing on the phones. But at the same time, like you're saying, Claudio, the scale, it's, it's just, it's a, that's a tough thing right now too, in person and not in per- virtual. That's okay. something that's another difficulty we got. These are all the top like three difficulties we got right now. Yeah.
0: So guys, we're at 50. So if you guys can share this, let's share this in some other Facebook groups, share this so that other people can learn about this. I mean, I think it's interesting, right? Having someone that hasn't graduated college yet. Uh, doing the kind of n- numbers he's doing. Uh, ben wants to know the, uh, the CRM that you're using. So the CRM we're
1: using, we just started using Left Main mm-hmm. um, from Salesforce. Salesforce and the workspace is Left Main um, and so we've used them now. We've, we used Podio for forever. Now we switched out the last month and I am gonna tell you it's night and day difference.
0: Why did you switch?
1: Well, the big reason why I switched is because the people that I know, all the guys we mentioned before doing millions and millions, Literally said I would have I would have not have done my CRM my Salesforce. that they spent they spent hundreds of thousands, I would do this one. Mm. Hey, this one is so when I'm hearing the big guys doing that just like the education I'm taking action.
0: Yeah,
1: right because these guys know what they're talking about and not only that our podium wasn't we weren't I knew we had some limitations on it. So what were those? Limitations um, a lot of it was automation um, with Salesforce now. It's just quick Automation and also user ability, right? One, the software in podio or the system on podio would shut down, it would, you know, go offline. It was slow if you had a lot of apps open. All these things played into how many times we could call. And this one now it's all on one screen. We can email, we couldn't email podio, or at least we didn't, you know, have the integration. Email, you can text, we could do it on podio, but it wasn't has, you know, this one gives notification perfect, right? Text, um, we can just. The click the call is just as good as smartphone was. Um, running comps, pulling up Zillow, just as for me, it was just user ability and that what you could build on sales. And I know your wife, she's a big Salesforce, mm-hmm. you know, what you can do on Salesforce, if we're trying to grow this company to up, you know, grow it, we're gonna need the systems to grow it. And I okay. knew if I'm seeing guys making five, seven, eight, ten million dollars that are saying I would have done this, that's my perfect chance. Let me go in, right? And let's say this too, the price.
0: So yeah, the price is stupid cheap. Uh, Let's talk about um, taking action, right? Because Max Maxwell video, boom, bandit signs. Uh, We jump into the call. He signed up. You heard about CG Select? You signed up. Brewer Method signed up. Sub Two signed up. And then you hear about Salesforce. He bought it. There's a lot of moving fast. Um, Do you have any challenges with shiny object syndrome? First. I did for sure
1: until so I started looking and paying attention to your podcast and you talking about the, not chasing that the one thing right? right. I got the book for actually Chandler to our integrate. I now I look at everything and I'm saying and Chandler will tell you again. He will say Gino. I'll tell he's like Gino. He's coming up with ideas too because he has he is you know Marshall mo- visionary. Pressure, yeah, and he I'll tell him real estate, real estate, real estate, real estate. Yeah. So I for sure had shiny out everyone. You know we have looking. Hey, let's start a cold call team, Mm -hmm. let's start, hey, let's do a title. I've been thinking, but I realized I say, hey, look, let's think about this. Once we hit five million Mm -hmm. a year, let's think about this when I'm completely out of the business. So now I try to prevent myself. But to answer your question, I did have shiny object syndrome. Now I try to to be pessimistic a little bit. I don't like doing that, but I try to shut down a lot of things.
0: So then how do you do the fast action taking? Uh,
1: For me, if I know that these guys or these people I'm looking at, or teaching something that's, because it's not a whole business model, right? It's Mm. helping my real estate model. If it's like, if Steve, you said tomorrow let's start renting cars, I'll say no, I'm good, Steve. I'm good with that, right? So when I'm seeing subject two, I know that's gonna help my tool belt, acquisitions, innovation. that's gonna help my tool belt. Private money, it's gonna help me take down homes. Um, The Collective Genius is gonna help me be around better people in the real estate industry. It's a no-brainer for me. Right. If I see someone, again, car rental or e-commerce, right? Mm. I'm starting now just, No, let me focus on this. And if I am going to do that, I'm making sure someone's put in place so I don't have to do that. That makes sense. Right?
0: Absolutely. Now that makes total sense. Uh, Let's see what we got on the YouTube site. Oh, we got a lot here. Um, So, are you doing virtual? We already said no. Uh, Finished college using Chag, C-H-A-G-G. That's it right there. That must be a new thing. Secret. Keep it down low. (laughs) Um, What percentage of net profit do you get to keep? This is from Senefinist.
1: Um, I would say, I know our net profit last quarter wasn't as good as we wanted. Mm-hmm. It was like 40%.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then now I'm the full owner. So, so, you know, you can do the math, but it was about 40%. Last year was like 65, but the problem we have, not problem now, the good thing to have is now, you know, that TV didn't pay off in those early times. Mm-hmm. So that really brought down our net profit. Now it's coming up again. So, um, I mean, that's, that's, that's it right there. But just trying to keep, uh, that's my, on my rocks is to keep our, per, over that 40%.
0: Uh, REI Diaries wants to know, how will they find your commercial?
1: Watch Judge Judy at 2 PM. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's at, um, I could, it's on Atlanta's local channels, yeah. right? You I mean, don't
0: have a YouTube of it anywhere?
1: Oh, it's on my Instagram.
0: There you go.
1: You can look at my Instagram. I'll give it at the end. Yep. You can see it. Sorry about that. Yeah. Go on my
0: Instagram. Uh, so this is, um, not. Zoa. This is rain brought to us by our guest. Yeah, so, brought to us by actually Jared too. Yeah. Acquisition manager. We needed it after running this morning. Oh, let me let me touch on this. I run Monday, Wednesday, Friday in Gilbert at 530. Mm-hmm. I post about it on Instagram. Only one person runs with me. Like, if you lived here, would you be running at 530 in the morning?
1: I would be getting up at 430 if I had to.
0: Yeah. Cause you did this morning
1: yeah exactly right
0: and so like you got eric thomas who says like you know only if you want to become wealthy as much as you want to breathe right will you become wealthy and like for me it's mind-boggling right like i'm not a multi-millionaire but i've got one yeah, exactly. right and no one wants to run with me yeah what? i
1: mean i remember you always <laughs> posting. And you're like you in pace and you're in the pace and you guys just yeah. run i said you would say no one said are you guys this is this is again this goes to the relationship side i actually look at it and they'll tell you my friends are. I look at it when I went to meet with Kong. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking him business stuff. I'm talking to him personally. Mm-hmm. When I'm meeting with you know any big time like any guys in general, I don't, I don't want like pace too. I'm not going to be asking about the subject. I'm not going to be asking. I want to build a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so what's the perfect way to do that? Hang more time with them, and especially not in the office. Right. So if you guys are running, I'm going. Like I texted you last right before I went to bed. I was like, oh yeah, Steve runs more. Let me text him. What time? Gave me the address. I got. Yeah. We all went. Right. right. So hey,
0: yeah, you brought your whole team. I brought all the guys with me. <laughs> yeah. So it's crazy to me that no one else is running uh, in the morning. So then Usman wants to know how do you know it's the right time to go to my sales training?
1: How did I know it was the right time? Well, I knew one thing is that I knew I was leaving money on the table. I was I was the only one closing the deals. I knew I was good. But I knew I was missing out on sales and how I knew that is they would be selling with another wholesaler. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to handle that. Oh, okay. No, we can, we can come higher price. Right. I just knew that at the time that even though sales was my, I like the thought that was my, my best thing in the business. I knew there's always room to grow, right? There's always going to be more things you can learn. And, and so I saw your stuff and my friend Dylan, Mm -hmm. speaking of him, um, he referred me, he said, yeah, it's great. You know, not only is it sales training, you got the mastermind call with Steve one on, not one-on-one, but with in a pretty small Zoom group, right? Mm-hmm. And get to, you know, pick his mind, not just on sales. So I was, no brainer for me, right? Signed yeah. right up.
0: Um, and then uh, Dominic Baka mentioned here, he just uh, fired himself from his nine to five. So congratulations. that's Good for you. There it is you. right there. Uh, let's see. Um, G Subman, 24, wish he knew about credit cards, burned through 17,000 mentorship, marketing with no deals in six months. Any tips for another young guy trying to get back into the game ASAP?
1: Any good tips? Um, my first tip would be take action, but you did take action, it just didn't work in your favor in that point. So what I would do is go to someone in your market, find who's doing deals, right? Mm-hmm. Who's the top guy in your market, or who's one of the top guys? And I, for me, what I would do, is I would work for free for that person, personally. I would work as, and I don't know what position you're in, obviously it's easy for me to say that, because I'm 22, my parents would take me in if I went to zero, but work for free because if I had guys, and I do have guys, um, our interns we have interns now and they come with us they work for free and when i see that as a business owner i know i want to have these guys long term right that, mm-hmm. that vision so again to get back into it i would be trying to work for someone that has done this business and succeeded and work for them if you have to for free or work for them discounted price again i know it's easy for me to say but
0: um just to show them
1: and the education you learn mm-hmm. you learn how to work va how to hire what's the price on that we don't know All right
0: You know, right, so Yeah, we can spend money to go learn from somebody else or we can work for somebody Yeah, that's what you're famous and not have to spend Yeah, exactly Learn on someone else's dime. Uh, I mean, like, I started at Intel. That was my first uh, job out of grad school. Um, And, man, they have a great training program. You can learn a lot of corporate stuff now. I'm not saying this stuff translates well, but you get to learn from somebody else versus spending money, putting on your credit cards. Uh, Ron Dalal wants to know, can you do Novations in Texas? So do you know the answer to that question?
1: I would say yes, I've seen people do in Texas.
0: So I'll answer that question. Uh, yes, you absolutely can. I know someone that's doing double digit uh, Novations every single month in Texas. Uh, Benjamin wants to know, where did you hire your VAs? So my VAs, I first got
1: my first ones from Upwork and outbounders.com, Upwork and Outbounders. But now I haven't went to go hire or put in an application for a VA probably in a year plus because we're getting referrals, referrals. We have three, three of them that are in Venezuela. They're all friends. That's why we started with Eric, he's our lead manager. We have the admin, one of the best admin, perfect, just an integrator to Chandler's right hand. Mm -hmm. And then we have our tech. So answers questions, I know I like talking a lot, but referrals now, but Upwork and Outbounders.
0: Um, Christopher Johnson wants to know, should you learn sub two first or wholesale?
1: Me personally, I would say wholesale. Yeah. First I wanna learn, the principle, the main, you know, the what needs to go into it to start building the cash, mm-hmm. and then I would start diversifying and seeing how how I can give the cash. Now I know how wholesaling works, the whole process. Yeah. Let me focus. Sub, sub two, it is very, um, it's challenging. It's not. It's very. You know, I don't know what expert, not expert level, but you know what I'm saying. It's level of difficulty. Level of difficulty, but pace also gives away to make it look and it, if you learn from pace, it, it's a lot easier. Yeah,
0: if you right. can learn from pace. Yeah, so I'll just touch on this real quick. I think wholesale is easier to learn mm-hmm. um, and, and execute, but you have more opportunities to sub too. Yeah. All right. So you got to balance it. I, I think pick one, go hard. Um, so then wants to know how were you doing deals then in two, th- 2019 when you started?
1: You kind of talked about it. Um, yeah, I was, it was me and my partner and we had one VA. Didn't hire our first caller until July of that year.
0: Yeah. So just screw up really. Yeah, screw up. (laughs) Uh, Any plans on having a a, a mustache handlebars?
1: I'm not, when, as soon as I get on the plane to head back, my girlfriend's going to make me shave it. So you guys are seeing the prime of it right now.
0: (laughs) Uh, Joe Masius wants to know, how are you training your cold callers?
1: So our cold callers, I train with them. When I'm on board with them, I train for them for sales for about three days. Mm -hmm. And then every week I'm monitoring, or every week we role play and I look at their calls. Um, And then on top of that, we also have uh, my buddy named, our boy Paco, Mm -hmm. Nicaragua. He also does a lot of the, um, what's it called? Listen to the calls like Mm -hmm. management. Quality control. Quality control.
0: So yeah. And then uh, Claudia wants to know, do you guys close on every property if you contract it?
1: We, only time we never close on them is title issues, right? So we're, and again, there's other things that go in. Sometimes you offer the repairs. Mm -hmm. We're doing virtual, right? So we can't, let me say this. If it's unreasonable, <clears throat> and again, Steve's famous, you know, sellers are liars, but if it's, if there's a way we can do it, we're gonna do it without any price reductions. I know people in our market that will literally purposely price-reduct every property, mm-hmm. and they're making videos on it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say any names. So I would never do that. Right. If I would lose money if I had to on a deal, yeah. if I had to sell it, right? Um, but we're every deal, we try as best we can, and again, sometimes the guys will say it's in good condition, and it's a complete wreck, and we have to ask for Reduction. Now, I think there's been one or two mm-hmm. in the last year, out of how many deals now? Like 65, 60, something. Like that. that's it. But that's not title problem deals. That's just deals that we miscalculated calculated
0: on. Mm. Um. Alex, Bobby wants to know about the transformation poppy.
1: That's that's his name on Instagram, Alex. I actually just bought a 17 unit with Alex. Shout out transformation poppy. We closed on that Monday. Let's talk about that 17 unit. So 17 unit SMS lead. Um, launch Control, been in talks with them since October. Um, 900K he wanted, we ended up contracting it and buying it for 789. It's in a rural area of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, 17 units, gross rents are 9,100 right now. We think we can raise it to 10,400, that's on our um, agenda. And our total debt on it with taxes and insurance PITI is 4,600. Mm-hmm. Forty six hundred might be even a little less than that. Sorry, I just we just got it. So, forty six hundred. Um, so you guys are keeping it. Keeping it.
0: Awesome. Good for you. Uh, yes, sir, do you have a partner right now?
1: No, I do. What I do um, do is that I do profit split with my integrator.
0: Got it. All right. Let's see what other question we got here. Um, Steve, when's the next sales training? Our next one's in June eleventh. So send me a DM about that. Uh, Christopher Johnson says pace does make it look easy. Pace. I know pace I mean. is like. Tiger Woods, right? Like if you're good. Michael Jordan. Yeah, it just looks easy when you're good. Uh, But it also comes down to reps. If you guys actually remember the very first episode I did with Pace? Yeah. He talks about how he wants to go on as many appointments as possible. So he can be the best. Yeah, right. That's a different mindset.
1: And we would probably say he is. Uh,
0: I would say he's, uh, what was it? I've I've said he's the Michael Jordan, right? It's it's when uh, talent meets hard work meets coaching. Yeah. Uh, So uh, so Tyler Hurst, if you're ready in the partnership, your visionary partner is not an integrator. What's the best way to find an integrator?
1: Um, Personally, how I found it, I, this might not be the best way. This is how I did it, right? Steve, mm-hmm. you can put your input. I know Steve's a lot, he's a lot more educated on this than me. I just look for people around me that I knew, not that it's a bad thing, but they didn't have the entrepreneur mindset, mm-hmm. right? Not a hundred percent at least, right? So they're looking at it as... Uh, that's okay. That's all. That's what I really think is I looked at people around me. It's easy for me to say again, because I just found our good friend. He's actually a roommate at the time. It was me, John Paul and him. And so it's kind of easy to find when you've seen them every day. But yeah, um, when they live with you, it's really yeah, exactly. easy. exactly. So I really I probably can't provide as good advice Steve as could do on that subject at least.
0: Um, and then what do you believe is the best way to compensate uh, the integrator? So we talked about this before,
1: how I do it is profit split. Mm-hmm. So a certain percentage of the profit every month. Um, that's what i feel is the right way to do it because it's hard to measure like an acquisition commission and stuff but if you see you're hitting your goals your rocks and all this you know your quarterly goals you got to give them you know
0: so profit share uh so then what's your top three top three books for mindset
1: top three books of mindset i would say how to win friends and influence people um i would say millionaire next door i read some of that in the in the book of Babylon or what's the, the Richest man rich of Babylon? man in Babylon. A lot of those are just, and I'll be honest, I'm not the most avid reader. Mm-hmm. I need to get better on that. Those are probably the three books I've read in the last <laughs> attraction. Yeah. Um, but not happy about that, but still it's
0: uh you know what? Like I, I, I'm a very big reader. I love reading, but at the same time, like you've put yourself in a position to learn from other people that are also learning. Right. I mean, you get to see Gary Harper once a month. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, you're in a really good spot because of the position you're in because of the position you've put yourself in. Uh, Andrew Cherry wants to know, what are your thoughts on digital marketing?
1: Um, I'll be honest. I'm not that TV is about obviously digital as you can get. Mm-hmm. I, the reason I like it a lot, especially TV is what we know is not only in Facebook ads, you get credibility. I feel like TV is the ultimate credibility, mm-hmm. right? Cause you got billboards, right? You see the billboards, you see them, but if you see someone on TV, what I feel, is the credibility factor on it. And that's why I guess you could say all digital marketing, there's credibility because you Mm. see that person on um, different things. But other than that, we'd only do TV digital marketing. I know you, Steve, have a little bit, um, you're doing also PPC and stuff. PPC and
0: Facebook, yeah. Uh, What's your biggest struggle right now?
1: Biggest struggle right now is this second, is that problem with the lead managers. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just fixing that to make sure that we can get as we can contact as many people as possible i would say that's my big that's our number one to do right now is to do that you know is to make sure that they're whether that's hiring more people or figuring out a better system
0: um how do you stay motivated
1: how do i stay motivated i guess i shoot goals i mean what i do every single night i haven't been doing it as much lately but i have a journal the bigger pockets journal funny enough actually um the intention journal Mm -hmm. so i get my three their, theirs is their goals, but I actually match with my rocks and my business, right? If you guys read Traction, that's my number one recommended book. Um, I know that was common too, that you put you book you gift. But Traction, I put my three goals for the quarter on there, and every day, I write that down. Mm-hmm. So I can visualize it. Now every day, not only do I write the 90-day goal, I write the monthly goal down. Then I write the weekly day goal down. Then I write down, hey, what am I gonna do today? Mm-hmm. So to stay motivated, I'm chasing, I'm chasing right? Yeah. I'm so looking, you know, and not only that, I'm you know it's also personal too. I want to have the freedom. I want to achieve these goals.
0: Yeah, you're yeah. talking about uh, traveling the world. Yeah, that's the goal. Let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, I've been. I went to Europe when I was 16. Lucky enough, my parents um, they took it, me and my family, three sisters, only boy. We went to Europe, and it's a it changed my my life right there because it just opened my eyes to everything. Like I'm such a you Georgia where I'm from is you know you need to go out to Rome where we were at and you know we went to. It changed my life, like seeing mm. different things. So, yeah, my goal for graduation, and I graduate again July 31st. My goal is like by August, um, mid August, is to head over in Europe, try to stay for a year. Mm. That's the goal right now, and just travel around. You know, we do it virtual, you know, model. And that's what I pretty much do now anyway.
0: Um, and I think Chandler said he was planning on coming along.
1: Chandler might come along, yes. <laughs> Chandler's actually running a big race. That's why I have to go the 15th, 50 miler, we know. So. Yeah, that's
0: crazy. Uh, what is your superpower?
1: I would say my superpower um, is talking, building relationships, I like to think. Mm. Um, I feel like I can go to someone and build some common ground, some relationship with each other. You know, whether that's new seller, I'll ask them, where you, you know, where are you from? Minnesota? Oh, that's where my sister, or that's where my girlfriend's mom's. Hey, you know, I'll find a way to connect to someone. And mm. it's funny because they're like, how, do you, wh- how did that come from? Oh, you like this color. You like this shoe. You like this sports team. I think I, my biggest strength is just building those relationships with people.
0: Something I, I see a lot in Pace as well.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, I remember he was talking about, he met with this seller who had this tattoo right here <laughs> on her chest and he started talking about that tattoo for 20 freaking minutes. Um, and I think that kind of, look at your, your, your predictive index, right? Your persuader, if I remember correctly, yes. which means you're a high B. So for those of you guys watching here, that's a high I on the, on the disc. So you're just great at just connecting, yeah, that's what building relationships. Uh, what is the greatest lesson you've learned?
1: I would go back from, and especially is it real estate related? Mm-hmm. Sure. I would say hundred percent that marketing is an investment and not an expense. As yeah. soon as you get that out of that mindset, you can actually start growing. And that's what I feel is my biggest thing I've learned. As soon as yeah. I knew that, I said, let's go.
0: Yeah. And I think that again, just going back, like that's, it sounds obvious to people that I know it, yeah. but it's uh, an epiphany. If you didn't know that, exactly, right? it's, it's totally mind-changing. Yui wants to know, what does your morning routine look like? My morning routine? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it is, it uh, probably better be nightly but because I, I'm not really much of a morning person. I would go to bed at like 12, 30, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock watching YouTube videos, mostly real <laughs> estate. I'll throw in some Joe Rogan stuff and then yeah. just get my mind off things. But morning I wake up around like 9 o'clock. We do our sales meeting at 930 um, and then I'm into calling, helping run an acquisition school, stuff like that. So not much of a routine, I would say, unfortunately. Um,
0: Tyler wants to know, do you guys in Venezuela lock up deals on the phone?
1: No, they don't lock up deals on the phone. They're all lead managers. So they set the appointment for us, the acquisition managers to do it.
0: And Andrew Cherry wants to know, if you were starting out now, building a cold calling team, what would be the first thing you would do?
1: The first thing I would do with building a cold calling team. Um, obviously, other than getting cold callers, I would probably, if I'm starting out brand new again, if I had no money, I'm watching as many videos on sales training as I can. Brent Daniels does a good one. Um, I would be doing that. If I had money, I would be doing disruptors sales training because you gotta find a foundation for them. Mm-hmm. You gotta find what you're gonna be talking about, what you're gonna train them on first, and then you can, that's, that's basically you know, the cool thing. Training yeah. them up, making sure you have the right people, and uh, that's what I would do personally is I would then just dissect sales training.
0: And I'll talk about mindset as well, because you could kind of like, take it easy a little bit. You could Me? yeah. But whenever we're messaging, you're always watching something, right? So like we've talked about this, you're listening to the recordings from sub two. You can't make it during the day. Exactly. So you watch it after hours. This is like your wind down.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell Jared to be laughing right now because I tell him like you're driving. You're going to the car. You better be watching. Pace closing a sub two deal. He's like, I'm listening to country music with the windows down. Yeah, and I'm not doing that, right? So I tried to every any free chance I got, put up on their YouTube video subject to any education. Some disruptors but it's just recapping because mm-hmm. if you you know if you like the business that much and let me not let me say this too. I also love you know just putting on some music sometimes and, and just letting just driving and not mm-hmm. thinking about anything. So. But at the same time, I try to put as many effort and hours in education. I've been doing it for 17 years in school. Yeah. People think about that, right? They're like, yeah, I don't wanna watch this. I don't wanna go through this core. I don't, I'm gonna take my, for me especially, it hits home, 17 Mm -hmm. years in school, right? And you're telling me that I can't watch and learn? That's something that's actually gonna make me money? Like,
0: going to make me money? Yeah, but I still think it's a mindset thing there. People are like, okay, I I, I worked hard today. You know, after 7 p.m., I could just take it easy. Uh, Frank Kava, right? He's a guy, uh-huh. another collective genius guy. And I love, you know, his interview question. It was like, you know, like, tell me about yourself. You know, someone says, oh, I'm a hard worker. And like before he'd be like, oh, okay, you're a hard worker. And he's like, okay, tell me about being a hard worker. Yeah, you know, exactly. like, what do you do after you put your kids to bed? Exactly. And the guy says, well, you know, take it easy. He's like, okay, are you that hard worker? The guy says, yeah, after I put my kids to bed, I'm going back and watching sub two videos. I'm going back and watching the sales trainings, right? Yes. So, okay, that guy, that guy, watch out for him. If my
1: girlfriend's watching right now, she'll tell you, like, he's he's like, I'm addicted, but I'm like, give me some slack. All right, I will drop it. I will do something. But she'll tell you, I won't get off my phone and start, you know, texting sellers or texting yeah. people.
0: Well, and again, every, people have asked me, like, what, what what does everyone in the show have in common? And it's the obsession, right? And someone could say, you know, maybe you're taking it too far. Yeah. Maybe, but you wouldn't be here and exactly. you wouldn't have the success if you weren't obsessed exactly. uh, with the business. Uh, so I'm gonna let you think about what you want to leave the listeners to with uh, to leave with while well, i make a couple quick announcements. Guys, if you get value today, please like, subscribe, share, comment. That's what helps us get the algorithms to push our content more so we can help more people create more millionaires. Next week, we got Brian Davila. He's gonna be coming in talking a little bit about future flipper rookie, and how he I think is Ryan Panita's first mentee and what he's done with that information. And then we have our workshop uh, on May 21st, 22nd and our sales training on June 11th. If you're interested in the workshop or the sales training, send me a DM and we'll, I'll send you the right information to, uh, check that out. Uh, what are the last thoughts? Two ones right now.
1: One, you can never fail unless you give up mm-hmm. in anything. That sounds again o- obvious, but you can never fail, you know, if, if you don't give up Two, invest in yourself because I know Steve keeps saying, you know, in this education, I mean, invest in yourself because again, what is your return on investment? I'm looking right now if I'm if I'm struggling at all with sales, I'm going right to disruptors.com and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sign up right because do you have are you trying to grow because again you can learn this stuff a lot of it on YouTube but being hands-on with the, the, the one teaching you and it I'll be honest I mean obviously Steve's stuffs better than what's on YouTube but it's the mindset of you're ready to grow invest in yourself. Because again, it goes back. The stuff that's in your head now, it's mm-hmm. not leaving. Your money might go in your bank account, but this isn't going anywhere. Right. Right. So that's why, you know, we see a lot of millionaires, they lose it in something, but they'll come right back because yeah. it's all in here. So that's my best thing. Whether it's not in Steve's, whoever sales training, whatever training, I think it's the best thing you could do is invest in yourself.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't have to be with us. No. It right? doesn't, have to, doesn't have to be with any of the other things probably that I promote. It's
1: probably not a good fit.
0: <laughs> might not work, but something, investing in yourself. And, you know, I look back and this is, your last stop, but I'll just leave this real quick. You know, I'm in some rooms that are amazing rooms, right? Guys that are crushing it. Like they're just murdering the business, yeah. doing 30 plus deals a month. And I'm not at 30 deals a month, right? Yeah. But I get to be in this room because of how much I've invested in myself all the way up until this point. That's what I'm saying. Right. So the opportunities that are available to you if you invest in yourself, it's unlimited. Uh, so if someone wants to get a hold of you, how did they do that? So my Instagram
1: handle is Geno G-I-N-O underscore R-E-I underscore ATL. Um, We have a YouTube channel. We're starting to pick that up now. I'm going to start investing in some of that content. Um, And that's Gen Z Real Estate. Gen Z Real Estate. Um, And then finally, Steve told me not to do this. But I'll give you guys my phone number.
0: Pull the Pace Morby here.
1: Pace Morby. I knew what it gave. But at least try to... If you text me, just let me know where you're from and your name so I could save you in there. Um, It's 770... steve isn't like it no <laughs> 770-756-3964 if you could um you know again just put your name and where what state you're from so i can save it in there and i'll be happy to answer any questions if you could follow me on instagram and youtube it just as a little courtesy but you know at the same time just hit me up i'm happy i'm not going to be able to respond right away probably but you know i'd love to help out because that's what people did for me right Yep. built the relationships they helped out with me so
0: that's my best advice. Awesome. Thank you. Big Stevie. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching.
1: Appreciate it. Disrupt us.
2: Disrupt us. Yeah. See, we real estate disrupt us. Can't nobody touch us. And yeah, we about to give you game. Shout out to Steve Train. Real estate disrupt us. They cannot touch us And yeah, we about to give you game Shout out to Steve Train Jump on the Steve Train We about to give you game REI's flowing through my veins And you don't have to look no further See right here, you gon' learn everything Shout out to Steve Steve Train Jump on the Steve Train we real estate disrupt us.